Jaylee presents Jackie Jungle. Taking you from the city to the tropics. This is Jaylee. Promises. I've more than my The sounds of tropical and tribal. Welcome to the tropical sounds of Jaylee. You're listening to Jaylee, and we have the incredible Sasha Brown with us today. Hey, hey, hey. thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> very, very welcome. I mean, I always want singers and songwriters, and that's exactly what she is. She's my very first singer songwriter because before we had Ben the Saxman, and you are the second guest on Jagged Jungle number eight. Cool, cool. <laughs> so tell me, what have you been up to in the past year? You've had a very good year, haven't you? Yeah, and no, it's been great. I've been putting out singles. I put out four singles now. So I put out my debut single yep. in July 2017. Mm-hmm. And yeah, things kind of gone from there. As you know, I'm also a DJ and I also play sax as well as not as well as a sax man, but I also play sax. She's multi-talented. <laughs> what other instruments do you play? No, I don't. I'm desperate to play piano. But oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the 2019 goal. <laughs> I feel like nowadays with electronic music, everybody can get by with piano music. You know, as long as you've got the key and you know your key, and obviously because you're a sax player, yourself probably yeah. scales isn't an issue yeah but you know what's funny because obviously with piano it's, it's obviously chords whereas yeah. saxophone you're playing one note at a time um that's very true <laughs> yeah but yeah it, it's, it's on the list for this year the bucket list is it are, yeah. you, are you gonna do a track with sax or have you done one yeah, yeah it, it is in my um in my second single model behavior oh okay yes there's a little bit of saxophone just to kind of create that sort of vibe but it's, it's a very it's very much pop tune but it's just got a bit of sax in it oh it's my cool gosh. yeah you'll have to play it i'd love to hear it and also the single fix of you it's, it's been in the music and it's gonna is definitely gonna be coming out more. Okay, so. so when did you start the journey then when you were like, I want to be an artist? Oh, since I was like four. Oh wow. <laughs> you know okay. those people that were like, oh yeah, I went to uni and then like I sang the song and everyone's like, you should like do music. Yeah. That's that's not like that's not the cool story that I have. It's literally just like since I was four years old, I used to get my whole family to watch me and make a stage out of something. <laughs> and, <laughs> I did that. You watch me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And then your first single, when did that come out? So that was um, my first, my debut single was called Parallel. It yeah. came out in July 2017. Wow. So, well, I guess just over a year ago. And how did you find out what type of music? Because it's always, I, f- I find that really interesting with artists, like finding your journey and finding the niche. Yeah. I went through so many types of music when I started out. I like did a rock band at one point and um, everyone was in a rock band. A, a rock, yeah, <laughs> and then a band for Universal which was very pop and then I discovered DJing. I mean, what was your journey? Yeah, so um I mean, I've always been very kind of pop music mm-hmm. then I went to Bristol Uni and got really into the whole music like the dance music scene because obviously yeah. Bristol is like the home of well one of the homes of dance music yeah. sort of thing and um, 
came back to London, I'd, I'd started writing quite a lot in Bristol with a guy called uh, DJ Bungie from a band called Laid Black. Okay. And you might not have heard of them, but you'll recognise the song that Ed Sheeran covered, um, My Eyes Are Red. Okay. Is that, My Eyes Are Red, I've Been Burning, I've Been Burning. I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Ed Sheeran covered that. And he had the studio above one of the biggest clubs called Motion in Bristol. Yeah. So I used to just go there and he used to just give me some studio time every week and I'd write these awful songs oh my gosh yeah <laughs> but that's how I really kind of honed my songwriting skills and really got into it did you see songwriter with Ed Sheeran and he was like oh my gosh some of the stuff I made at the beginning was awful what did he yeah he in, in the movie songwriter it's about no. him doing his whole album yeah it's amazing okay that's something I should definitely be watching you have to he's <laughs> incredible and he does his whole album on the ship like on this boat because his producer that he works with is too scared to fly okay I did hear about so, this yeah. yeah I haven't watched it okay right that's on the that's, that's on, the on the bucket list on the list anyway so I came back to London and I was like how how do you get into the music industry I had kind of no contacts in it yeah. just like going to every networking event started getting in with different producers writing finding my sound mm-hmm. and it just kind of developed and it's still developing every I went, day yeah. yeah I mean I put out four singles now and then I kind of hit a brick wall a few months ago just before Christmas and I was like what is what is the sound and how, how am I developing it and then I kind of had I like to think sort of like a little breakthrough where I just kind of stripped everything back so the new material yeah. is um is just very like raw. I think that mm. lyrically it's a little bit more mature than the past stuff, which obviously it should be like, I'm getting old, like, I'm a little bit older. Yeah. <laughs> like the music should be growing as you're kind of growing. It, yeah, and, and the genres, I mean, it, it's so fast paced now with Spotify. Yeah. I remember I wanted to do trap music at one point and now trap is just going out the window. And it's like, yeah. what's what's going on? One minute it was hot, and the next minute it's not. It's like, come on, you know, yeah. it's we're like chasing something where it could change tomorrow. And well, then- this this is a thing is that that's kind of the the direction of my music at the moment is just kind of what's really true to me and lyric being that lyrically and also kind of how it's produced and mm-hmm. I just really want to make timeless music. Great. I love that. So what is the first track that she's going to curate Jagged Jungle today? So tell me, what is the first track you're going to play for us today? Well, nothing to do with being kind of real and raw. (laughs) Obviously, obviously your show, which I absolutely love, is is more kind of dance music. So I picked dance music that really got me into the DJ side of things Mm -hmm. and has also influenced my music in some ways. Uh, So the first track we're going to play is uh, Eats Everything, Let's Go Dancing. There's an awful club, or the best club, depending... (laughs) Depends on what you think, called Bunker. And there's Bunker Mondays in Bristol at uni. Yeah. And I remember going to this club one night, or on a Monday, and um, and there were were like three different rooms. And one of the smaller rooms, this DJ was playing this song. And I was like, I think it's the first time that I've been like, I have to find out what that song is. And I just couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't find out who the DJ was. Like, they didn't have Shazam back then. Didn't have Shazam. Yeah. And I was so desperate to know who this this was, and I this is the first time that I, I remember just being absolutely desperate to find out who a track was by, just because it just made me fell in love with it. it. Fell in love with it, and then I guess a few months later I kind of found it somewhere else, and I was eats everything. Let's go dancing. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> let's put it on.
so that came out in 2009, I think. Oh, yeah? I believe it did. Okay. It, was, it was the days of um, David Guetta when he was really, really big. Calvin Harris with his yeah. first tunes. I was listening to that first album, uh, yeah, like just before Christmas, and I, yeah, it's just it's so good, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. I, I mean, I got into house music. I, I was, I was in Australia, and it was Kygo was doing all these covers, and it was something. It was like very organic house music, and I yeah. coming from a, a rock background with my dad and stuff, it had to be something quite melodic. And then that's why I was like, oh, I'm going to do tropical house music. You know, when you have that ding. Yeah. Um, and it's all feel good and happy and it suited the personality. And that's kind of like where I went with that. Yeah. A little bit like with you and pop music, you always kind of knew. You were like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I grew up on kind of Carol King and Whitney Houston, Gabrielle, yeah. Alicia Keys, yeah. U2, Meatloaf. That was my dad's like. <laughs> we used to drive down to Bournemouth. <laughs> With like Meatloaf album as a whole family singing. Oh, along. I love that. <laughs> that was cooler than me. We had Beach Boys and the Monkeys. Okay. But my dad's really old, so. <laughs> so what have you got coming up? Well, I've got a whole load of DJ gigs, which is really exciting. Got mm-hmm. some DJ and sax gigs too, which is I do this kind of set where I'll DJ and play sax at the same oh, time. Oh, please play sax with me one time. Yeah, definitely. We'll I'm, have to do it. I'm always looking for sax players all the time, and they're always asking for women. And we might be starting this brunch on Sundays um, at a little restaurant called Babo. So cool. it's something where we would need a sex player. I'm in. Yeah, you're I'm in? in. You good? Okay, cool. We've got this down. I mean, it's recorded on tape, so. There you go. The whole world can hear it now. We've got to set it in stone and exactly. make it happen. Is there a particular place in London where you love to play? I love just playing a mix of places mm-hmm. and playing to different crowds. And I think I get quite nervous before like DJing for new gigs or I do too yeah Yeah. no matter how many I play and I you always get nervous the new one because you never know how the crowd are going to react and what exactly you should play it's not there's no kind of um, formula to DJing is there no and I feel like it's more about the people than the venue I mean I've had some of the best gigs and some of the worst gigs in the same places so it's just you never know it might be the time of the month you know the end of the pay week stuff like that but it's it's all about taking them on a journey from the beginning to the end it's like taking it to a crescendo and that's one thing that I mean my agency always told me take them on a journey yeah and that's what I always try and create in Jagged Jungle as well, yeah. um, especially with the music that you're curating today. I've got a number of tracks that I'm really, really excited about. I'm finding the best way to release them and speak to a manager at the moment and a couple of labels and just kind of, I would rather not do it totally, totally independently. But I've been really excited that having put out the full single so far independently, it's okay. been really good. Yeah experience for me to do all the PR myself and to get all the festival bookings last year and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you learn about it as well, which you don't really know when you've got a label, you're like, what are they doing with it? You've got complete control over it. Yeah, that's been amazing because, I mean, originally when I put out my debut single Parallel, I, I did think that I wanted to get PR on board. Then I kind of found out how expensive PR are and I just thought I needed something to compare it to. Mm-hmm. So I, I've ended up doing my PR today myself. Um, but at least now I know if I do get PR on board, what I would kind of want from them. And it, it's been great. I've got kind of like coverage from NME and Line of Best Fit and Clash Magazine. So it's been amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. But to move forward, I would love to build a little team around myself before 
I kind of put out more music. Mm -hmm. But the music that's coming, I'm really, really excited about. It's it good. Is, it's very real, so. So how many tracks have yeah. you put out? I think four, right? Four singles, yeah. Four singles complete. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's, that's enough to be able to build a good fan base. Yeah, for sure. The growth you must see on your Spotify for this year growing slowly, bit by bit. Yeah. Which is, yeah, which is good. You're just gonna keep putting them out there and then exactly. seeing what sticks. Exactly. So yeah, no, it's exciting. It's, it's a good time. But um, to go on to our next track. Yes. Um, so this is how I kind of had my first taste of the music industry. Oh, okay. So imagine me like 2016, okay. go to Ibiza for the first time. So yep. you know the excitement of like the first time you go to Ibiza. I do know that you feeling. You know that I, feeling. Actually, I was 16. No. I was 16 and my parents were like, where do you want to go? I was like, I want to go to Ibiza with two of my friends. So we all went and you're allowed to party out there if you're with your parents. So and you were partying under. with your parents? So I was partying with my parents. I think I had like a margarita. It wasn't like, you know, proper Ibiza style. I, it was just me having a few drinks and went to a few clubs. And it, it's the whole idea of going to Ibiza. Okay, cool. And then we went out there this year and we played out there for Ocean Beach Club. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've actually only been once. I'm desperate to go back. Okay. But we, I went out with my best friend yeah. and we just had like the best time. Okay. Went to all these the super clubs and mm -hmm. it was just like absolutely amazing. And we were in space one night okay which is now closed or moved i wouldn't know anyway we're in space yeah. and it, it it has a very if anyone that's been it has a very very cool format there's a lot of different rooms and there's an upstairs and yeah. there's this area upstairs where you can kind of create your own dj mix in a group what yeah it was cool that like you can hit i mean this i can't quite remember but you can hit these kind of pads but you're in a group and you can all hear the music as it comes through oh yes yeah, so it's quite cool so it's really it was like quite an interactive kind of club and we ended up meeting um these producers and a dj and we my friends and i we went up to them because we thought it was funny there were like 10 of them wearing all black and we just we made some sort of joke about them being the men in black or yeah. something like something <laughs> awful like that yeah. ended up chatting to them got invited to their show the next day yeah. um it turned out that the guy was called nathan Brato and was playing in one of the massive clubs the next night oh wow yeah so That's we went down to that i yeah. ended up staying in touch with nathan Brato and fellow canadian Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I was trying to find my way into the industry, and obviously my my kind of my lane was pop. But I just said to him, "Can I send you some top lines and try oh, and make amazing. a track?" Basically, so I didn't know how to record my own vocals at the time, but got myself down to the Roundhouse. We have a really cool creative program for like 16 to 25 year olds. That means you can kind of use studios for like two pounds an hour or something. Oh, amazing! So yeah. tried to record over some like instrumental he had sent me yeah. it was awful like awful <laughs> sent it over to him heard nothing back <laughs> then came back from this kind of music day that I'd been at um, like a, a couple of weeks later mm -hmm. and literally recorded this acapella idea into my iPhone in my kitchen so it's like a natural reverb and I literally just recorded this idea and sent it over to him and literally I think within like 48 hours he came back being like cool um, Jamie Jamie Jones who obviously runs Hot Creations loves it we've cut it um, it's, it's coming out like, oh my god that quick <laughs> yeah yeah it was mad and it, from your phone from my phone and I was like okay cool so I'll get in the studio we record it he was like no it's cool we like it. <gasps> so that is um, that is a uh, from an iPhone recording. Stop. I still think that Apple should use that as a as an advert. That's brilliant. And this yeah. is a song we're about to drop. And this is a song we're about to drop. Oh my god, I'm so excited to hear it. Is Jamie Jones on the? No, his so name's he, on it? he's not part of the record, but it came off Hot Creations, oh, which is Jamie Jones' label. Yeah. 
so this yeah, that's your first exciting. single release through. Yeah, radio. and like, I mean, Pete Tong was supporting it on Radio One, and it was in the top like um, forty techno charts for ten oh plus gosh. weeks. And wow, yeah, it was mad. So that's mental. Yeah. Okay, let's play it. I'm let's so excited it. to hear it. So this is um, Nathan Barato featuring Sasha Brown. Talk on.
going into that track, you wrote that track. Now let's talk about your songwriting. Yeah. So, I mean, as I, as I mentioned to you, I really got into... I've always kind of written a little bit um, when I was kind of growing up and I actually came across a song that I wrote in year six. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of after the 11 plus, they don't know what to do with you for like four months before you go into secondary school. Yeah. So we, they made us kind of write letters and... I know, whatever they did and one of the one of the tasks was to write a song yeah and so I wrote the song which I would not be singing you now but honestly <laughs> I might actually use it for something because I really like it it's so true though <laughs> you write it on these little post-its and then you leave them all around the house yeah. and mum collects them it's what I did and then they put them in envelopes and just keep them safe and then you go back to it and you go god that's because some good stuff I wrote back yeah. then yeah it's so brilliant so like, why been... can't I be as good as now and now that I was a 12? I mean, yeah, you hit writer's block quite a lot. I think with life being an adult, lots of things get in the way and then you kind of go into the studio and try and force ideas out and sometimes they just don't happen. I think what what happened is then I went to, I, I was writing a little bit, went to uni, started mm. working with DJ Bungie, started writing a lot because yeah. there was a real, there felt like a real purpose for the first time for it. Yeah. Because obviously I was hitting the studio every week. And then when I came back to London, I was getting studio sessions. That's when I got really, really into writing. Yeah. And actually got really excited by writing. So I'm also co-writing with a like, number of other artists at the moment. I've had a cut with Fabiche, who probably does the kind of music you'd like, actually. Ah, I know Fabiche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had yeah. a cut on the track Naked Lines, which okay. I co-wrote with them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I just absolutely love writing. And then that's obviously kind of fed into myself and I write my own things and co-write my own kind of tracks. And it's incredible. Yeah, I love it. I, I just, um, I like the way words sound and yeah. finding a different, like the metaphors and different ways of saying things mm-hmm. and I'm sounding so inarticulate at the moment talking about <laughs> songwriting. Always use the thesaurus. There's um, an app you can get called Writer. Yeah. And it's a W-R-I-T-R. Oh no, you put in a word and it gives you all the rhymes to it. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm a fan of rhymezone.com. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Very. <laughs> but it is, it's handy though, isn't it? When yeah, you want yeah. some, Sometimes you want to go more in depth than using the and and in, in the tracks. <laughs> so no, I, that's what I got. So basically, I think the kind of break for me in terms of well, the, as a, a mini break for me yeah. was when I got into the studio with a guy called Joe Kearns mm-hmm. and Jason Elliott and Joe Kearns works a lot with Ellie Golding. he does like all her vocals and I think they've done some tracks together Wow! and um, the first session he actually cancelled me and he was like sorry I don't like to cancel last minute but Ellie's coming to the studio and I was like okay fair enough <laughs> and so I got into the session with him um and we, we wrote this song Parallel and Model Behaviour and they went yeah. on to be my first two singles. Oh. So that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so the next track we're going to play is um, the remix of my debut single Parallel. <gasps> okay. Yeah, and the the original went on to be number one on Chill Pop Hits and Spotify, which was like kind of absolutely massive for me. There was yeah. kind of like Charlie XCX and Justin Timberlake on that playlist and it kind of rose to number one, which is, I think, from what I understand, partly through the creation of Spotify and also partly through kind of algorithms. So, yeah, that was really, really cool. It's amazing when that happens to Spotify. Yeah. And I got my first Kiss Radio play Ooh. from Justin Wilkes on this yeah. track, which was really, really cool. And he's gone on to be like a supporter of my music. And was this the remix? So um, This was the original. This was the original, but the um, Justin Wilkes, obviously he does Friday night kind of dance show, mm-hmm. so he played the remix on his Kiss Radio show, which, which is what we're going to play now. Okay, awesome. And who so, did yeah. the remix? Um, Charlie Lane. 
Charlie he's Lane. And you know Charlie Lane. Amazing. Yeah. He's very good. I've played some of his tracks on Jagged Jungle before. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's had support from kind of Diplo and yeah. Capital Radio. How did you get BBC Charlie Radio Lane on, on it? Justin Wilkes. Really? Yeah, he said to me, I, I met Justin at, at an event. Yeah. And he said, actually, okay, so funnily enough, to backtrack a little bit, I also do a show on Hoxton Radio, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, and I got into radio presenting at uni and worked for hot radio whilst I was at uni and yeah. BBC introducing and just did a couple of shows like helping them out and that kind of thing yeah. and so I when I came back to London I got a show on Hoxham Radio yeah. which I absolutely love and yeah. it allows me to interview other artists and yeah. just people from the music industry and I love it it's, it's great but um, because of that I was going to loads of radio events um, and I ended up applying for Kiss Chosen ones. Ah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Li- I think I was literally shopping in Westfields and saw that it was going on. I was like, I, I got to apply. So I went in and I mean, did a little audition kind of thing. And yeah. they said, okay, do you have anything you want to ask us? And so I said, can I interview you? Because I was interviewing one of the presenters ah, from the show. Ah, I see, clever. So, um, so they were like, yeah, go on. And I said, who have you had your worst kiss with? And I won't reveal who it was, but one of the presenters goes, actually, it was someone from the office. Then he was like, oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, I ended up getting through that. So um, Swazi, and I think I pronounced her name right, Swazi ended up um, winning it. Okay. And she's doing some stuff with like um, JD at the moment, and yeah, she's smashing it. Swazi. Swazi Michele, she's smashing it. I've never heard of her. Yeah, well, you will. She, um, she, so she won it. Yeah. And Was this won. recently? Was this last year? Yeah, this is last year or so. Okay. But yeah, she's smashing it. So yeah, so basically through that I end up meeting Pandora, um, who obviously did Kiss Radio, and I think she's doing Capital now. I think so. Okay. Anyway, so through that I met Justin Wilkes, and now I've totally lost my place. <laughs> I love that we've gone through everything. Everything, yeah. And then Charlie Lane did the remix. Right. Yeah. So Justin Wilkes said, um, I think Charlie Lane would do a great remix on this. So I emailed Charlie Lane, being like, Justin Wilkes thinks he'd do a great remix on this. And he was like, oh, that's nice. Like, that was nice of him to like, recommend me. And did a remix for me. And that's he's amazing. gone on to do the remixes for um, two of the other singles. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Um, Model Behaviour and Boom Boom, she got you that. You need to sing on one of his tracks, because he's doing original stuff as well, isn't he? I think, yeah, I think he just started that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, he, no, he's smashing it. He's really cool. He so, really cool. How old is he? I have no idea. He lives out in like um Spain? In Spain. No, I think he's in space. <laughs> no, I think he lives in like Cornwall or Wales or something. Oh wow. Yeah. A lot of DJs do though. I feel yeah. like London's a bit too hustle and bustle, you know, you have to keep yeah, working yeah. and stuff like that to, to keep up with everything. Um, wow, that's so cool, man! I didn't know that. I'm, uh, yeah, you've got you've brought so much to the show already. I'm so happy you are curating it. <laughs> no, thank you so much. I'm loving it. So anyway, so this next track that we're going to play is Parallel Charlie Lane remix. Boom! Let's do it. <laughs> Running in parallel, running in parallel, running in parallel. 
You're listening to Jaylee and we have Sasha Brown with us today. Hey, hey. Okay, so let's talk about what you have up and coming. I know you did a few festivals in 2018. How did that go? Oh, I loved it. Like, there's nothing beats the festival experience. It's so true. It's just, it was amazing. I played a, a number, I did a lot of live sets, which was amazing. So I played um, Citadel, yep. which was like an absolute kind of dream yeah. kind of truth for me. Camel Fat were on stage the day before at oh Lovebox. Gosh, yeah. And then and I was like watching them and then I, I was on the Corona stage the next day playing Citadel and it was like amazing. So it's surreal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so how yeah. did you get into that? How did you get into the festivals for you, the up-and-coming artists? Oh, my God. So I, I don't have a booking agent at the moment. So it was just literally a case of finding who was the booker, like, from the whoever yeah. was booking the acts for the stages. And, yeah. like, let me play. <laughs> did you get a good fan base after you played? 
Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I mean, obviously festivals and mm-hmm. it'd be cool if your name was kind of <laughs> next to you on stage. That is. help for next time. And it helps with the posters as well. I mean, yeah. so you can be like, yeah, dude, I played at Citadel. That's huge. No, so it, it was amazing. And then um, I played... Um, Wilderness Festival, which was yeah. super, super cool. I was driven around in one of those buggies. Oh, lovely. Like, this yeah. Is great. Where so, is Wilderness held? Oh my god, I don't know. I just got on the train and then got a taxi. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> nowhere. No yes. idea. And no how idea. many? And how many tracks did you play while you were on stage when you were there? Was it like a ninety-minute so set? So, seeing it sitting down, I had a half-hour slot. Okay. Maybe kind of thirty to forty-five minutes. Okay. Give or take. I played some saxophone stage, sang my oh, songs, amazing. had my pianist David Franklin there. Oh, so yeah, yeah, it was great. It was, it was really, really cool. What an experience. Yeah. And what was one of the one of your favourite tracks that you played? Mm-hmm. I think Boom Boom She Got That, which is my latest single, yeah. had got like a really good response. There you go. It's just that kind of like empowerment yeah. track and yeah, it's cool. She um Sasha Brown invited me to this cycle called Boom Boom Cycle because the song was called Boom Boom. It was very empowering when we were in Yeah, it makes you feel like, I got it. Yeah, it was it was great. And that was the remix she played, wasn't it? I think she played both of them in the class. I, I was like, play them both. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. Basically what happened is, um, which I was going to go on to later when we chatted yeah. about them, but we'll, we'll, we'll just go on now. But um, there was these, basically these dancers set up the kind of hashtag Boom Boom Challenge. Yeah. And there were dancers around the world kind of choreographing dances to my track which was just like insane so if you go to my Instagram it's like guys from Ukraine and Oregon and then there's Pineapple Studios in yeah. London this this incredible choreographer called Christina who's doing loads of stuff at BBC at the moment mm-hmm. and they all just did these choreographies to my track and then they would send me the videos or with the Pineapple Studios or with, with Christina I actually mm-hmm. went in and kind of like tried to do the dance with them and then let them film it <laughs> oh well, you're smashing it so yeah. did you have you danced before was that first time yeah I used to dance a lot a lot of like street dance I, yeah. I, I literally every Saturday was like dance class oh which, yeah, which yeah. theatre school did you go to I did Sylvia Young yeah. for a bit just Saturday mm-hmm. school and then I started doing Zoo Nation okay yeah, yeah so you know that Into the Woods Zoo, yes yeah. I remember Zoo Nation I had a few friends there and there was another one called uh, Zoo Nation something and boys or something uh, Bird Gang Bird Gang, yeah, yeah. It's Bird Gang. And yeah. then there was another one as well, but I can't I can't quite remember that. This is going back to when I was like 17, 18. Yeah, yeah. And Pineapple Studios, and it was always cool, wasn't it, back then? Yeah. It's so funny. Crossing so, paths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how's Hoxton going for you? Good, I love it. I mean, I've just, it gives me, I do the feel-good show. Do you? And I chat about music and places to go and where you should be, what gigs you should be going to and all that kind of stuff. And it's given me the kind of opportunity to meet and interview upcoming artists and established artists. So I've interviewed kind of Rudimental and Clean Bandit mm-hmm. and Sophie Tucker, who I absolutely love. Did you interview her? Uh, them. Is it them? Oh, Gallagher? yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're amazing. Yeah. And then I saw them live at Coco and they just smashed it. Did they? There's so much energy so they, so they came on Hoxton Radio? So I went to Coco, pre-recorded the show and then... And then Wow. Yeah, Are they yeah. Australian? They're from New York, I think. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What would you say was your dream festival that you'd love to play? Citadel was definitely a dream as like an upcoming artist, and I would, I guess, the, the next kind of step for me, I guess, would be getting a more, not necessarily a headline slot there, yeah. but a kind of bigger slot there. BBC um, Introducing, would you do? BBC Introducing would be insane. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, there's so many festivals, and I literally have like a list of my dream ones, and I just have my blank. 
Um, well, I'll help you. I think yeah. um, I've got a friend who I'm working with at the moment called Kai Soans, and he sings with Lost Frequencies. Cool, I yeah. love Lost Frequencies. And he's smashing it at the moment. Anyway, Lost Frequencies gave him a call and was like, we need to do this track um, live. Would you like to come on tour with us? And he was like, yeah, right, I've got a few weeks off. And so he jumped on tour with them and did Tomorrowland. Oh, man, that would be cool. And the video content that he puts up is just incredible. His vocal. So and I brought him to the studio. I was like, I'd love to do a studio session with you. So he came in and, like, bashed out this session super, super quick. And his vocal was insane. Yeah. Now, I think we need to do a session like we that. We need to do a session like that. Yeah, it would be incredible. And just, yeah, 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 just write something incredible. Yeah, I would love that. So, um, yeah, so what is your next so song? So going with this, well, not really tropical vibes, but that sort of, <laughs> that sort of dance, dance vibe. Um, my next track is This Girl by Coons. That is my go-to track to get the party started. Yeah, it's an absolute go-to. I included it in, so I had a live set when I was singing at El Dorado, mm-hmm. and then later in the night, Sister Sledge played, yeah. and then I had a DJ set and saxophone set, um, set right after that. Okay. So the, the atmosphere was it. insane. Yeah, and so I actually played sax over the sax part yeah. and then kind of canoodle over it kind of thing. I've got a tribal vocal mix that I dropped um, into that track that cool. is really good to play live. Okay. Um, so I'll have to send that to you because it really helps the track um, move along and people don't expect it. Yeah, yeah. It's got that... You know that one? That little. I don't know what it is, it's like a chant, but it it just works so well with the track, so you definitely 100% have to play that out. Well, I just had the Eldorado was just such a fun set because I was playing saxophone some of the tracks, DJing at the same time, people like weren't expecting it. It was absolutely wicked. They were like, this girl does everything. What can't she do? She sings, she DJs, she plays sax. Just needs to start dancing around the decks now, don't I? There you go. Yeah, break dance, get your Zune skills back out yeah, and then exactly. wham bam exactly but um no that was that was a great gig because i was dropping just like literally like armin van helden and then like eminem oh and it was just it was just a really like i, I properly kind of prepared that set yeah and it was just a lot of fun to do oh so my gosh oh do you, do you do you have any footage of that i mean like phone footage i wish it was filmed properly <laughs> have to get done this Damn year it. okay yeah. definitely this year yeah. okay so here it is this is the fourth track this is our fourth track mm. and this is kung's this girl <laughs>
quite a lot when you did festivals yeah and you're a woman of many talents you've got your sax you've got your voice you've got your dancing and you're a dj what What got you into djing what was did who taught you and what inspired you to start djing so i was i never even thought about djing it it wasn't something like growing up i just like i'm gonna be a singer songwriter and that that obviously is kind of the main thing i do Mm -hmm. but what happened is i went to bristol uni and i was never kind of desperate to go to uni but it was the kind of thing where my parents like go to uni and then you can do whatever you want what did you, you study i studied drama at bristol okay because i couldn't stand the idea of like doing english or philosophy and economics and no it wasn't yeah. that i loved english and philosophy it was just like having three four hours of lectures a week i like i was like a little geek and i actually wanted those contact hours i like to like ask questions i like to feel like i'm kind of part of something Mm. so by doing drama which was kind of the study of kind of film and theatre and then also English and essay writing and writing about film and stuff but it just gave me those contact hours and kind of to be part of like that kind of community would you do it again if you I don't know I, I kind of wish I'd gone to music school or or maybe just gone straight into music having said that you know a lot of things might not have happened that yeah. have now happened because everyone has their own journeys kind of thing mm-hmm. I chose Bristol because well the co- drama course is kind of the best there yep. and also but predominantly because it's a big city and music is at the forefront yep. so I was like excited about that so I was like, going around the Freshers Fair I always say I went in with 10 friends came out by myself and I went in and I went to every single store so I ended up signing up for a ton of things I was in, I was a singer in the big band so we did a tour around Croatia oh, which was insane yeah um, and this guy um, came up to me in the Freshers Fair as part of the radio Burst Radio and he was like oh you're a fresher can I interview you and I was like okay um, and he was like how's freshers whatever it's like literally my first time on radio I applied for a show got a show on Burst Radio yeah. ended up doing it for three years was head of music in my last year which really got me into different genres of music so before that I like I have to admit I've been a capital radio girl kind of thing yeah like just literally like 
Careful the top straight. 40. Yeah. <laughs> and it, Bristol really got me into different kind of music and dance music and yeah. that sort of stuff. And yeah, as I said before, whilst I was at uni, I started working for Heart Radio for six months. Was like a... Intern? Oh, yeah. And I was working on the breakfast show. Which oh, was wow. a lot of fun. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Where? In Bristol? In Bristol, Bristol Heart? Yeah, Bristol Heart Radio. Oh, incredible. And I did some projects for BBC Introducing. They asked me to go and find some bands and interview them, put together the interview. So I was doing like kind of cool stuff when I was there. And... I at uni at that point I did think I should be getting into DJing but I just didn't I just didn't do it kind of thing finished uni came back to London started Hoxton Radio started getting offered some DJ gigs because people obviously assume you're a DJ if you're a radio DJ and I just thought it's absolutely mad that I'm not so I did some kind of fashion show parties and and as the bookings were coming in more I was like I need to feel like properly confident with mm-hmm. this so I ended up doing a course at Point Blank yeah like a part time course mm-hmm. so it was like three months two nights a week um and yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of knew I knew how to DJ by this point, but I didn't like really know the little like tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. So I did this course and came out and just started getting kind of a ton of bookings, which wow. was amazing. Yeah, you're smashing it. Yeah, I mean, it, firstly, I absolutely love it. Secondly, it keeps me in the game and I know new music that's yeah. coming out the whole time. And then thirdly, it allows me to spend my days going to studio because I'm DJing at night. There you go. How old were you when you started playing sax? Oh my god, I started playing at eight. Eight. And I only I only chose the saxophone. I got asked this in a meeting the other day. They were like, why did you choose to play the saxophone? And I was like, because they said I couldn't. And no one else did at the time. They wow. were like, here's a clarinet. You won't be able to, to blow into the saxophone. And I was like, yes, I will. Give me the gold shiny one. <laughs> <laughs> Good, and you did it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and I'm excited because we've got we've got two tracks left. We've got two tracks left. Okay, so what is this one? All right, so to give you a little bit of background, last summer I went to Nashville for the first time. Yeah. Which is like the music city. Yeah. And wrote loads of music out there. Wrote with a guy called Jamie Liddell, who's like insane. He's mm-hmm. co-written um, Hayley Seinfeld's one of her new singles mm-hmm. with Alesso and Florida Georgia Line. Let me go. Let me go. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was insane to get in a session with him. And at the same time, I and then we went to New York after, and I got in touch with these guys, Black Caviar, ah. and I was like, desperate sort of session. It hasn't happened, but I'm hoping next time I go to New York, <laughs> it will, because I became. I mean, this is like so different to kind of pop music I love, but this is why I also love being a songwriter because it means that I can write music that you don't have to exactly perform. That's not me. And um, I became obsessed with this track. This is Black Caviar, Coco. She keep it spicy like Obe Got me so high I feel holy We on that green guacamole And I've been fucked up like the whole day Man, we can shut it down She imported, man, she came from out of town uh, Show me how you do Pass me the bowl, got the milk and the soup She got the cocoa puffs She got the cocoa puffs she got the cocoa puffs. 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 And I wanna eat it. Up. Uh-huh. 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 U
you got to get Sasha Brown in and you can also check out her Hoxton radio show on on www.hoxtonradio.com and what day do you play? I mean Monday's 12 to 2 but then it plays throughout the weekend and they can stream it as well yeah they can stream it cool and do it yeah tweet her and then she can ask you can ask her questions before she goes on the show and she can answer them yeah I might I've actually that. started a, a hashtag human jukebox for 20 minutes of the show so people can like message in and let me know ah. they want me to play and I love it there's so much hustle there's loads of independent artists like play my new track really <laughs> yeah and I do it because it's, it's 20 minutes of I play what people want to hear and you can just plug in your phone and go and yeah I mean, most of the stuff comes off through the system mm-hmm. but obviously for, for the requests that mm-hmm. come in for that human jukebox come 20 minutes because mm-hmm. I there. met you when I came in to Hoxton Radio to talk about um Probably head candy with Barney Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, yeah, that was, when was that? Three, four months ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mental. That's fun. It was really well, fun. I was there, I was there uploading my show, just like eavesdropping yours. And I remember, yeah, because I remember you did a show with him recently and he was I just met this really cool DJ and I was like oh cool and she's an amazing singer he was doing a show and I was singing at St Pancras yes that was yeah, it yeah the train station oh my god that was cool that was last Christmas was it yeah god it was like a massive tree behind us and then I was singing in front of it it was yeah. cool time flies I literally don't fun. know where the time goes it's mad did you sing your new single did I sing it what was it um, written then a year ago no when did you create Boom Boom um, that would have been I put it out in July 2018. Okay. So summer track. Yeah, it was a summer track. So I think I wrote it a, a couple of months before, maybe three months before. Wow. And then a um, music video. The music video. I didn't know if I wanted to make a music video for it. I had some a very very strong vision in my head, and I couldn't quite find the right people to make it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, as an independent artist, it's hard to find funds and all that sort of stuff. But I was in touch with a guy called Sam Hilton who filmed a little um, a little piece for me of a launch party that I had for my single Model Behaviour, yeah. my second single. And we kind of stayed in touch and then we both, we kind of just fell out of touch because there's nothing kind of imminent that we wanted to work on together. And then randomly, I literally messaged him and I was like, hey, how's it going? Just to kind of catch yeah. up, see what he was up to. And T was like, that is so weird. I was literally about to message you to see what you're up to at the moment. He said, um, I've started working for a production company. Yeah. Or, yeah, he Sorry, he's at a wealth production company and they really like my new single, Boom Boom. She got that and they wanted to make a music video for it. Yeah. So I went for a meeting with them and he sits down with this guy, Cal, 
and we chat about the music video, the concepts, and they explain why they wanted mm-hmm. to, why they were kind of drawn to it, and then their ideas, the visuals. And then I said, oh, kind of, Cal, how did you get into this? And he was like, oh, I make YouTube videos. I was like, oh, cool. Like, can I check it out? What is it? Like, does it do very well? He's like, yeah, it's good. I'm called Cal Freezy. Anyway, I look him up. He's got like three million subscribers. Oh my gosh. And he does all these kind of cool football videos. So he's at a production company called Fat Tape Productions. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to create a music video as part of their um, content. And they, luckily for me, wanted to do it with Boom Boom. She got that. So That's incredible. Yeah. So I have seen it. It's uh, You're on like an estate, aren't you? So we're in Barbican. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't just shot there. Little bits were shot all around London. Yeah. And the the um, traffic lights, which yeah. everyone's like obsessing over, mm-hmm. was I don't even remember where. And then everyone keeps asking me. And um, Sam, who obviously found the locations, is like, "Don't tell them." Really? <laughs> There's like a statue of traffic lights. Then he's done stuff in the After Effects to make it like a million. Oh my gosh, incredible! Yeah, yeah. So it's really, really cool. So anyway, we we talented boys. How long did it take you all together to like? I think we had like three days of filming but it was because it's all in different occasions yeah. so I mean it was kind of half days here and there and the post-production oh I do have to ask that really <laughs> yeah I think that took a while oh gosh I mean if that's like tracks though I'm I'm on a track at the moment I think we're like version 17 oh mad but the thing is what what they what Sam and Cal really wanted is they were really excited about doing mm-hmm. the visual effects afterwards in, in post yeah. so it was always going to take while because they were they, that's always what they want to do so there's like buildings moving mm. and traffic lights growing and like crazy things happening like trippy things so. and it's and it's it kind of when did it come out it came out four months after the single yeah, it came right? out, yeah, yeah it came out a few months after yeah that's that's the life of an independent yeah, artist it, so it, is, <laughs> it is I mean we're not, not like Beyonce releasing track and music video per yeah per track she's crazy with that she's, yeah I mean Super, super mega talented and has an incredible team around us. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Beyonce, the queen. So, we are going to be playing Boom Boom, the remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super excited. So, this Charlie is... Lane again is on this remix. Okay, yeah. The music video actually is on BT Music Channel at the moment, which is like unreal to have my video. It was on Fresh, it's on Fresh Vines mm-hmm. next to like Nile Rogers and Grimes and AJ Tracy. And I was <sighs> seeing my name on that was really, really cool. Especially, you need to work with Nile Rogers, one of the best writers in the world now Rogers if you're listening right now <laughs> I think you're gonna like this one it's got a little bit of a uh, when I vibe. when I listened to it I was like okay this is something I would create like this yeah. is my vibe that's what inspired me to get you on the show cool was this record because when you. I heard it I was like oh my gosh my ears pricked up and it was just brilliant um and it had it's just yeah it's perfect it's perfect for Jagger Jungle and I think it suits your style and I'm so excited to play it as the last record on Jagger Jungle. Thank you so, so much. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I hope to have you back next year oh, and yeah. we can see how you've progressed over the year. And I hope you have an incredible 2019. Thank you. And in the meantime, I'm sure there'll be some gigs that we're doing together. We will let you all know when that is on social media. Cool. Look at you work in the manner. I like shine bright on her. Don't wanna look, but you gotta, yeah, you, yeah, you. It seals your eyes, you're the honor. Something she got in a manner. But you just see what you want her. Don't you ever doubt her. There's something about her. Don't you ever doubt her. She got it. Stretches like a tiger. Walking in the vibe. Only takes her higher. 
I'm Sasha Brown and you can find me on Instagram at Sasha Jade Brown and Twitter the Sasha Brown. Sasha Brown, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. That's so much fun. <laughs> Sounds of Jay Lee.